Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You're listening to the Talking OTC Commodities podcast series. Brought to you by the Global Commodities Team at EEX Group. Hi everyone and welcome to episode 4 of Talking OTC Commodities. I'm Michael Mervyn-Jones, working in the Global Commodities Team here at EEX. And today I'm joined by what I think we can call him a a regular feature of uh, the Talking OTC Commodities podcast. Mr Richard Heath, uh, Senior Manager in Group Strategy and all-round freight expert here at EEX. Hi, Rich. Hey, Michael. Today, we want to talk about the announcement that was made recently that EEX Group has successfully reached an agreement with NASDAQ Futures Inc., NFX, to sell NFX's futures and options business to EEX Group. In particular, we'd like to focus on part of the deal that directly relates to the global commodities business the transfer of open positions in dry bulk freight from NFX to EEX. What this means for our clients, our company, and for the seaborne commodities market as a whole. So Richard, the news is everywhere. How are you feeling now that the deal is official? Well, I have to say we're all pretty excited. Um, We've been working on the deal for some time. Uh, We were only able to announce it a couple of weeks ago, so Uh, There was a lot of work going on behind the scenes. There was a lot of people internally who knew that this was happening. And so being able to get the news out and inform the market that this deal was done um, was a really exciting moment. I'm sure. Um, For the listeners who have been living under a rock and uh, aren't aware of the deal, perhaps you can give us a brief summary of what the deal involves. Absolutely. So I think, as you, you said in the introduction, it's an agreement between... NFX in the US and EEX Group to acquire the NFX US commodity business. So for us here in Europe, this means predominantly uh, the dry freight contracts, uh, which are traded at NFX. But for our US business, Nodal Exchange and Nodal Clear, it also means the power, gas and crude oil contracts, which are at NFX over in the US. What was the motivation behind the deal? From the EEX side, I can talk really about the freight business and and what our motivation was. Um, For some time now in freight and in global commodities as a whole, EEX Group has been looking to grow the business, to invest in the business, and really look to bring new opportunities to our clients in these markets. So um, the NFX deal for us was a continuation of this strategy. Um, We want to grow our business. This was a great opportunity to increase open interest very, very quickly. Um, It enables us to compete on more level terms with other exchanges in the market and helps us get on with the business of 
adding value to clients in this market every day. So this is a really big deal for us, right? A proper milestone deal. Absolutely, yeah. So on the freight side of things, what does this mean for us as a company? And what does it mean for the clients and the community as a whole? So if we look at what it means to the clients and the community, first of all, um, the freight market for a very, very long time now has always had competition in clearing. And this is something that we believe the vast majority of the market wants to continue. Now, the number of competitive clearing offerings has changed a little bit over the years, as has the organizations which are providing them. And really, there's a bit of a, a sweet spot to be hit between having competition and having so many organizations in the market that people have to split up their capital, have positions at different clearing houses, mm -hmm and you know, really fracturing liquidity a little bit in that way. So what we hope this will bring to the market is first of all, continue the competition in clearing, but secondly, consolidate the market a little bit so that organizations can still have choice, but they can be more capital efficient than they were before. In terms of what it means to EEX as a, as a company, um, as you say, it's a, it's a milestone for us. Right now, the market is split 50-50, I would say, almost, between the combined open interest of EEX and NFX and SGX. And so by combining that open interest officially on our side, it brings us up to level terms, probably, or very nearly level terms with SGX and really enables us to compete in a way that we haven't been able to before. What's the reaction been like from the freight market? I'm happy to say it's been hugely positive so far. With such a big deal and with working on things for a long time out of the public eye, um, there's always a little bit of nervousness about how news will be received. But um, having been out in the market talking to clients, with the sales team talking to a huge number of clients over the last couple of weeks, the information that we have from the brokers, and also the work we've been doing with the clearing members, I'm happy to say that the vast majority of feedback has been really, really positive. Fantastic. Looking at the specifics of the, the freight OI transfer, perhaps you can give us a, a little bit of an overview of how that transfer will actually work. Absolutely. So we're going to migrate open interest in three different stages. Okay. Now, the reason why we're doing this is we wanted to offer the market the opportunity to move quickly after the deal was announced. It's the end of the year. Many people are closing down their books for the year. Um, and really, we wanted to give people the opportunity to move open interest, to consolidate their positions, and give them then the opportunity to start business as usual in January. So because of that, we decided to have the first migration in the middle of December, uh, which is quite a short timeline from the mm. announcement, but something that we had worked beforehand and continued to work extremely hard to make possible. We'll then have a further migration in the middle of January and then one at the end of January with the objective that all open interest is migrated by the 1st of February 2020. Okay. And you said the first matching session is on the 12th of December. That's right. So what happens between now and then? 
yeah. So between now and then, um, the major work is sourcing positions. So the work that we're doing with clients right now is understanding the open interest that they hold with NFX and confirming the positions that they would like to move to EEX. So that process has been underway now for about a week or so. The first week was communicating the deal, making sure that everyone um, understood what was going on and why. Um, and now we've moved on to this position sourcing. So from now until the 6th of December, that's the major work. What position do you have at NFX? What's moving to EEX? And getting the clarity of that for all clients. Now, close the business on the 6th of December. We will stop that process for the first matching session. And then as we move into the week starting the 9th of December, we begin the process of matching those positions and all of the work that's required to actually move them over. So just to break down that week in a little bit more detail maybe. Um, so first thing on the 9th of December, we will run the uh, matching of all the positions. This will give us an output of two trade files. One set of trades will be used to close positions at NFX. The second set of trades, which is equal and opposite, will be used to reopen those positions at EEX. So the way that the migration will happen is through this trading migration, we're calling it. And the reason that we're doing things that way is because it allows as many downstream processes to be business as usual as possible and limits the amount of manual work that the clients and the clearing members have to do in this transfer. Mm -hmm. Once we have those two trade lists, we will divide them per client and then we'll contact each client directly to get authorization to book those trades. So the way that this will work is the operations teams of both exchanges, NFX and EEX, will book these trades in before the market opens on Thursday the 12th of December. In order to do that, we need approval from the clients for the trades that we'll book in on their behalf. So each client will receive an email with a file showing all of the trades which will be booked at NFX to close positions, and all of the trades that will be booked at EEX to open those positions, and the position which is to be migrated across. They simply respond to that email, telling us to go ahead. Um, we want to have all those responses in by the end of the 9th of December, and then we're in a position to make the migration on Thursday the 12th. Job done. Let's hope so. <laughs> um, this is probably putting you on the spot here, a little unfair, um, but come the morning of the 13th of December, where will EEX Freight be in terms of market share? Yes, yeah, a good question, um, and it's one that many people have asked, actually. Um, at this stage, it's impossible to say with certainty. Um, what I can say is that in the six days that we've been collecting positions so far, we have approximately 50% of the open interest at NFX already committed for the first matching session. Now, there's many more steps to go through. Um, we have another week and a half before we close submissions for that matching session. But with such a lot of open interest already committed so early, mm -hmm. 
we expect to be in an extremely good position come Friday the 12th and therefore very happy on the morning of Friday the 13th. Excellent. And for clients who haven't sent over their positions or who aren't matched in the first matching session, what's the process for them going forward into the matching sessions in January? So any positions which are not matched in December will automatically be rolled forward for uh, the matching session in January. Now, clients can add to those positions if they want to. If they happen to close those positions through their normal trading activity, um, we will still have a confirmation step on the Friday before the matching session in January. So it's perfectly possible to manage and change those positions in between the two, but they'll be carried forward automatically. For any new clients um, adding positions, those will, we can just source those in the same way we have done for the December matching session. As I say, the uh, cutoff will be Friday the 10th mm-hmm. of January for new positions, and then the matching process will happen in exactly the same way as it did in December. And the same is true for the final matching session at the end of January. And do all NFX clients now have an account at EEX? The vast majority do. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, many of them did before this announcement as well. Um, EEX has been steadily growing our freight business and we've been signing up new clients, adding new clearing members and, and growing our volume and open interest continuously. So the vast majority of clients already have an account with us. Now, there were some gaps. We were missing one major clearing member until fairly recently who we added, and we now have their clients up and running and trading with us, so that closes a very big gap. We probably have a handful of clients, I would say less than than 10 clients, 5% or around that of market volume um, who are yet to have um, the setup at EEX, but as I'm sure you can imagine, with a project of this nature, we have a lot of commitment. We have a big project team working on it, mm. and we have resources in our member readiness department to help the clients that need help getting set up. So we're very confident that by the end of this process, at the end of January, every single organization who has open interest at NFX will be able to move that to EEX. Okay. I know you've been working on this deal for a considerable amount of time now. Looking into 2020 in January, how are you going to feel following the last matching session? Exhausted. (laughs) I know that goes for the whole team as well. (laughs) The support we've had from the market has been fantastic. Um, You know, it's the clients that want to make this happen. um, And it's the effort that they're putting in now. Um, which will really carry through into that. So we're very confident that come the 30th of January, uh, we'll all be really, really happy. Excellent. We've actually had some questions from uh, listeners. Uh, Obviously, they've seen the news in the press or whatever, and and they've uh, they've sent some questions through. So uh, I'll go through those with you now, if that's okay. Absolutely, yeah. Um, Is it possible to move all your open interest in the first matching session? Yes, of course it is. Uh, We have a number of uh, clients who've already given us the feedback that that's what they would like to do. Um, As I said earlier, 
a good opportunity to get this done before the end of the year as people are closing down their books anyway um, and then business as usual trading from January so most of the organizations that we've talked to want to accomplish exactly that okay um, another one here Richard can the EEX team help clients through the hedging exemption process uh, yes absolutely we can um, several of uh, the organizations that trade freight at EEX have already successfully applied for a hedging exemption with the regulator Baffin. Um, it's a process that has to be done um, online on a portal at Baffin, so we can't help with the application per se, um, but we do have a team internally which can provide information on the process, which can liaise with the regulator, um, and really, you know, we can answer any questions and provide any support that's necessary. At the end of the day, it's the organization that has to fill in the application online, um, but everything else we can support with, and we've done that for a number of clients already. Okay. Um, and the final one, how will clients' margin requirements change, taking into account that they may have a larger portfolio with EEX, for example, in power or gas, as well as freight, Will EEX be providing um, or offering cross-margining benefits? Yes, absolutely. So for any client who is interested in uh, simulating what their margin will be at EEX, whether that's purely for freight or whether they have a wider portfolio, that's something that we can, we can help them with. So um, we can either use the position that they send us to be migrated or we can use you know, any other position, but if they want to understand precisely how that works, precisely how the margin offsets work and what their capital requirements will be, we can facilitate that process for them. Okay, thanks for that, Rich. It really sounds like, you know, it's a lot of work, but it's obviously... It's very exciting now at the yeah, same time. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a very, very exciting time, and, you know, it's... Uh, being you know involved in it as well i can see the amount of work that's being involved across all the teams in global commodities so uh you know i'm really wish you guys all the best for this um and here's to the first matching session on the 12th of december thanks very much we're looking forward to it um christmas i think maybe is cancelled for the global commodities team with the I heard that going on but yeah. um you know the timing works out almost that we can really celebrate chinese new year so that's what we'll look forward to Okay, so thanks very much for listening. Um, this is the last episode of 2019. So on behalf of uh, everybody at EEX Global Commodities, have a great Christmas, and we will see you guys in the new year. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.